All right, guys, you guys are now tuned into another episode of Zay TV. I am your boy, Alize Rachamel, and I'm here with my baby, Taylor Cheeks. Hey, it's your girl, Taylor, aka Cheeks. If you don't know, now you know, and I'm back, and I'm better than ever. We are now. We in for a very good show today. We got so much to talk about from either music, reality TV, and a lot of stuff going on in hip-hop news. So we're going to just jump right into it today. We're going to get into a new segment that I like to call Week in Music, where we just discuss a lot of the stuff that's going on this week in music. Starting off, we're going to talk about Drake is getting a lot of backlash for mentioning Michael Jackson and his new freestyle. And in the freestyle, he says, Michael Jackson shit, but no kids allowed in my palace. And after he said that, basically, Black Twitter went crazy. Everybody went crazy saying that he's disrespecting Michael Jackson or it was no need for him to even say that line. And if you don't know, the um, the whole freestyle was... Remember when he took the picture of Marcy? Yes, and that's I was like, why that. the fuck he is there? That's from that song or whatever. And he was only in Marcy for 10 seconds. And even in the video, it's only like three seconds of him be actually being in Marcy. In and out. And I think it was just a shout out because the beat is a Jay-Z beat like that he's freestyling to. Okay. Like a remix of kind of like Song Cry. Like it's kind of okay, like a little, okay, okay. a little one too. But people was upset about him saying what he said about Michael Jackson. No, I think that's a fair warning. He's saying basically like, I'm about to be the GOAT. I'm about to be down here with legends. But but he ain't raping nobody. He ain't raping nobody and he ain't trying to get caught up inviting people kids over. But I feel like this is also... from the Billie Eilish thing. This is also him speaking on allegations like the Billie Eilish thing, but it was also said that, it was alleged that he was um, having relations with a 17-year-old. Like a fan. Yeah, and we we know how I was riding his back about and oh, you shouldn't be talking to little girls. You shouldn't be talking to Big Eilish. You shouldn't be talking to who else was it? Noah Cyrus or whatever else he's talking to. And he's just like, yo, my name not Michael Jackson. My name Drake. Two people. I feel like this was his way of clarifying. I'm not into that um, molestation or little kid shit. And you're not about to catch me no allegations, no allegedly, no nothing, because I'm not touching that with a ten foot pole. All right, so moving on. This big story hit the um, blogs and everywhere, where it was like Megan yeah. Thee Stallion. And her label, 1501, is not getting along. They're not allowing her to put out new music because she wanted to renegotiate her contract. Now, she's actually finally suing 1500. So, if you don't know about 1500, it's an independent record label started by Evelyn Lozada's baby father, Carl Crawford. He used to be a baseball player. And then he switched to music and he started um, the label. And he had artists before Megan, but she was the one who really made it pop. And... He's just upset because Megan had signed the um, contract with um, Rock Nation as new management. And they told her things aren't right with her contract. And she should be getting more and owning more of her music and stuff. And I feel like Carl Crawford is mad because... He got caught up. Yeah, and he he's going to make less because she's getting smarter. And I feel like he's kind of being petty now, not allowing her to release music because he know that. Like This is sounding really familiar because I'm just, just watching yesterday. Um, JoJo's uh, Hyundai... Documentary thing that was on YouTube. Oh yeah, um, about JoJo the um singer. Yes, and um, what Meg Thee Stallion was just saying sounds real familiar of what JoJo was saying. Is it sounding like fuzzy? Yeah, but it's not gonna be on the thing. Okay. Um, what Meg Thee Stallion saying something? What JoJo was saying, like she literally had to have somebody else step in and say, like, "Yo, your contract's looking crazy," and that was made with um Aaliyah's uncle. So I feel like when you have people who are in the industry and they come from one industry to another, like from sports to music, from movies to music, or whatever the case may be. Them contracts are famous and infamous from being super shady. 
Yeah, I feel like um basically like at this point of the game is just like they just wanna um people are looking out for themselves. Yeah. Even like the people. But I feel like people can't be mad at Megan because she's actually looking out for her own pockets, her own money and stuff like that. Like she's trying to make sure she's good at the end of the day because it's all it's a lot of artists out here that have hit songs that's broke. And I just feel like she Hello, doesn't bro. wanna be broke. And the fame that she garnered for herself, she created that for herself. Like she got popping by her and her mother making freestyles. Like, mm-hmm. they didn't get her popping. Yes, they helped her elevate when she got up already, but she got up on her own. On her own and her own talents. Like, and best believe it, my mother was still alive. God rest her mother's soul. Mother was putting foot in next, trying to get her baby's contract together. I feel like they're taking advantage of her now because they know she out there. You know what I mean? No real, real guidance, if that makes sense. And I feel like they don't want it to be like, um, they, she don't want to be looked at as like a bitch. Yeah. So I feel like she's like no woman in the industry does, but that's the the thing. Like if you sit there and you argue and you go through your stuff with a fine tooth comb and you really out here making sure your stuff is together, you are looked at as a bitch, as somebody difficult, and it makes nobody nobody want to work with you. And in those situations, it makes it hard for your career to be to take off as well as it should. Because when you are in those situations, you don't want to be looked at that, especially as a woman and a woman of color in the industry. Yeah, I feel like she just doesn't want to um have that bad label on her and um, doesn't want to be labeled difficult to work with because they definitely label women of color difficult to work with when they don't agree of with Of course, Nicki Minaj, and I hate to stay up for Nicki, but Nicki Minaj says it all the time. Like, if I take the pickle juice, then I'm a, then I'm soft. But if I don't take the pickle juice, then I'm a bitch. Yeah, it's just sad. It's, it's different. But we're going to move on to another topic. Both Little Baby and G Herbo has released new albums and showed each other support by promoting each other's projects on their Instagram. That was cute. That was nice. Um... I just don't see it for G Herbo. Like, I don't see the music for him. I see him as just, like, a personality. He's not even a personality, but... Yeah, because his career, his music is not my type of music, and I don't really see it, like, popping. I didn't know, even know he was famous for being a rapper. I was just like, who the fuck is he? Yeah. What is a G Herbo song? What is a G Herbo? And Little Baby, his album is projected to go, um number one so um as of like next week like later on the week we'll know if his album hit number one but so far it's looking like this is going to be his first number one project by the sales that he sold the first day that's why his baby mother on twitter rock, um, sound like a chihuahua rock, 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 yeah crying and stuff that's why but yeah he deserves it um also we have doja cat tour has sold out in two days i'm so mad freaking donovan and me was well donovan was waiting for them tickets he said babe my the page crashed and i couldn't get a ticket to see doja yes, cat yes because i was going on april 1st to brooklyn steel and it um it sold out within two days i'm so freaking pissed we couldn't even get the vip tickets that's what i was going for nothing you couldn't get a vip a general mission you couldn't get nothing everything is gone because i damn say so album song but yeah, I feel like I'm proud of Doja Cat and her career. Like she's definitely growing. But that is so crazy that a tour and, sold out in two days. And then and never made it worse is her and um Janae Echo tickets came out on the same day. Same thing with hers. They're, they're damn near gone. Like what the? F- uh, I Could y'all re-release put, put put New York two shows, please? Don't you come back? I don't want to sit there and um watch um Janae sing me a lullaby. I love. I'm not I paying two hundred dollars, three hundred dollars to see somebody sing me a lullaby. Anyways, Doja Janae, um, do a swing around, swing around one more time. Be like, be like Anthony Santos and Aventura when they do three and four shows in New York City. Come, come, swing back around again, cause I one New York, one time not good enough for me. I need you to come back again. Me and Alice, they need to see you. 
please. Yeah, Doja, not Janae. You could go see Janae and tell me. I'm going to see Doja, and I'm like, you got that? Just say, just say. Yeah, Doja, yeah, but Janae, you could go see that and tell me about that shit, because I ain't going to that. Well, me and Alice are going to see Doja Cat. I don't care what y'all saying. I'm going to sneak through the back door. All right, so Roddy Rich put out a, a, a video to his mega hit the box, and within one day, it had 13.5 million That video viewers. goes hard. Whoever, well, he's, you saw he was um, the director and the producer of it. The creativity, the animation, the cinematography was so good. It went with the song, and I feel like that's, it almost gave me those Benny Boom, um, those BT or Access kind of vibes. Like, those songs that you just like, yo, let's see how we doing this, like, it was a story with the song that went with the video. Like, I literally watched it four times. It's good. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. It's really, really, really good. It's just great. It's a great debut because the box already had a video that was kind of like, okay, but this one was the banger. Yeah, I love that song. I love Roddy Rich. I've always been um, promoting Roddy Rich ever since the summer when I was doing that. Um, when I was working at iHeartRadio, I've been promoting Roddy Rich before he had any lit, like, mainstream music out i enjoyed rowdy rich's music and i seen the like the passion that he had for hip-hop so if you guys didn't listen to his album listen to his album is a great body of work i recommend you listen to the box high fashion backseat there's a lot of good songs and i really enjoy rowdy rich i love that song so we're going to move on to our next segment, which is called Reality Bites, where we dig into all the reality TV shows going on, and we tell y'all what's happening and what's popping in these shows. So we're going to start off talking about Black Ink New York, and Ooh. we're going we're gonna to switch things around. So we're going to talk about when the episode first aired, Caesar fired and demoted almost everyone in the shop. So basically... He went, he cleaned house. <laughs> he called Guadalupe. She said, si, senor, si, si. So, um... <laughs> Young Bay was the only one out of all his um workers to get a promotion. She's now the head artist. Walter also got a promotion to manager. Tati got demoted from manager to a receptionist. Um, Teddy got fired. No, she wasn't even manager. She was um VP. VP. Teddy got fired. <laughs> um, now he's just Teddy. Um, Mike got fired. Mike got fired, and London got fired. About time, I'm sick of high. Yeah, and um, Donna is demoted to a, a apprentice, apprentice because oh. her tattoos are horrible. Because she mis- misspells and does blackout tattoos. Horrible. But yeah, Caesar just clean shop, and I think he needed to do that. I feel like he needs to fire all of them, but I feel like at this point they're not really artists; they're like TV personalities. That's why he keeps them around because Donna, the Donna is just bringing stuff to the TV. I don't see people actually. I want to know somebody who would go and say, "Let me go get a Donna tattoo," because her work is horrible. They bring they bring the mess. But I found this so funny. This is me. That the reason that he came to this realization to clean the house. Because of Sassy and Puma, the people that he been clean house with in what season four? Yeah, but I love Sassy and Puma. I, I love know, but Alex, the whole original black. And but God, I'm I just saying, look, but look how crazy it is. Like the people that you cleaned house with is the ones that's telling you, like, bro, you replaced us with these fools. Yeah, because Sassy was always about her business. Sassy came with a diagram. I love Sassy. I know Sassy. Hey, I love out her there, aesthetic. If you out there, I know. That you know, I've been watching for a while. And you... Oh, bitch, this is not your love letter.com. <laughs> I love Sassy. I love like her I think style, she's so her amazing. aesthetic. She she really is model esque and like without trying to be like a model, like yeah. or the extra shit. I love Sassy yeah. and I love Puma too. Puma was the excitement of the show. He made Black Ink what it Him is. Him and Kwani and Kwani's mother. 
Yes, very much ghetto. I love it. But also in Black Ink News, Sky and her son got into another argument. Not the oldest son, Genesis, the younger one, Dessaline. And she told him basically, like, I she hates him. No one wants him. She should have swallowed him. And she basically, like, the boy broke down crying to Caesar. That was a, a, a and, break, break, breakdown, like. And I, it just showed how much of, like, of a bad mom she is. And she, like, everybody shouldn't have kids. Like, I feel like everybody shouldn't have kids. I do feel like she's a horrible mother. And I do feel like she should have never sought them boys out if she knew that she was not going to be a right mother. I feel like TV, she sought them out for TV and a TV moment. But at the end of the day, these are real people's lives. Like, these are not, these boys are not co-stars. They don't want to be famous. These boys want their mother at this point in their life. Like, they never had their mother. They knew that white lady was not their mother. You could tell, like, you could tell that through that adoption. So they was longing to have a mother. And he made a mistake. He stole from her. He stole from her, so she said. And he was just basically like... And it was stealing from Walmart because they caught that on, um, on World Star Hip Hop. But he was just basically saying, like, he came to her. He was talking nice to her. He apologized to her. And she just went off. And her whole example for saying this was, oh, I had a bad day in November. That's not cool. Like, you're a mother now. You're not, like, a regular person. And it was just a horrible thing to see. And I feel like she's going to burn in hell. She's going to get her time. Because she shouldn't have did that to that boy. I feel like it's deeper than what we can see. I feel like, like, like us, when Desilene was telling Caesar the story, he's like, it was good, we were talking, and the flip switching, and when Caesar said it, he kind of uh, um, danced around it, but he told Desilene and didn't tell him at the same time, he's like, you know what goes on in your family, like, you see what your grandmother's going through, and he's like, to be honest, that's my sister, and I love her, but I think she's going through it too, and she doesn't want to admit it. I do think that Sky has some type of mental issue or just emotional issues that she has not dealt with and she's and she's been sitting on for so long and they're spearing with her children because she does not know how to handle it like Caesar, Caesar told us Celine's like she don't know how to show love because she's never gotten that and she don't know how to be a mother because she doesn't her mother was never a mother to her. there's no excuses I it's, feel like she's sitting on that and I feel like she may be a little bipolar too you don't know how to be a mother but you know how to be a decent person there's no excuses for her at this point like it's been three seasons now with the boys and you still don't have it together. Like, even with Desilene's, like, it's no excuses for her. And even on Instagram, she never even really gave an apology. She was just like, but it is what it is. But you see how she was? It was almost like she was really, she's really in trance. And she just, she's an autopilot. I think that therapy is much needed. And I think that, especially not, not her and Desilene's together needs to be separate. And she needs to address issues that she has. Because I'm telling you, I think she's bipolar like the mother as well. I don't feel bad for her. I feel like they I, I mean, lock, I didn't say I felt bad, but I think it's deeper than what we can Lock see. that bitch up. She is a danger to society. And she needs to stay up. in jail, and she needs to go to jail because one, she out here fighting everybody. Two, you doing them boys dirty. She needs to get locked. I feel like her case needs to be. She needs to be locked up. She needs to have on a motherfucking chastity belt to not have no kids because apparently she don't know what the fuck she doing. Why you gotta and lock everybody up? She needs to go to jail. <laughs> she needs a chastity belt. No, she needs to get her tubes burnt. Because oh she don't God. need no motherfucking kids. Oh, my God. And all she care about is being famous. Like, at this point, it's really sad. Like, all you care about is getting your body done and being famous. You don't care about them fucking boys. And them boys need a mother. That's it. That's all. And now I feel like she's a grimy person all around. Because even in business, another one of her hairstylists came out and said that Sky had blocked them for um not paying them. Like, basically, they did her hair. And when they asked for their payment, she didn't give it to them. They um she booked them again and said she was gonna pay them, then paid them again, and the hairstylist just called Sky out for not paying them, and that just shows that she's a horrible person all around. I feel like you're not paying people that's working for you. You're not treating your sons good. You're not even nice to your coworkers on the show. Like you're a complete dick. Like it's 
it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a complicated situation because when you raise when you raise out of survival not love and i read something on this earlier like in the week when you raise a survival but not love that's how you interact with people on survival no matter how how you get into your life how you act how successful you get you still have that as that as your core nervous system values like this is what i do i'm a dude shiesty grimy shit i'm a dude shiesty grimy stuff i'm a treat people shiesty grimy because i don't know what it is to be appreciative i don't know what it is to be a kind caring person and i feel like this is what she this is why she is the way she is because this is her this is her 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 fundamentals so you just gonna move like that no excuse she's a broke bitter bum bad mom bitch oh that's what she God. is and that's it she's gonna burn in hell for the way she treat them boys and that's it that's all i don't give a fuck if she bipolar tripolar or nipolar she needs to treat her sons well she needs to get some help get her tubes burnt and go to jail where she belong ass bitch <sighs> so we're gonna move on to our next show which is growing up hip-hop la Romeo and Angela are keep, like they keep button heads, and now they're even up at the point where they are both ignoring each other. And Romeo just said on the end that his, his pops don't want to on um, breakfast because there was a comeback next season. I don't care, they boring. Master P and Romeo are boring on the show, and is Master P is more part of the show than Romeo, and you could tell like even the other cast members like Boogie and um the other one like the other famous kids don't like Romeo because he's not he's very looking judgmental. genuine. He's just mental. He's, he's not very being judgmental. genuine. And um, speaking of Boogie, him and his sister, they both bought a house. Um, he bought his first home. But so and, second house. I thought it was so cute. And basically, he just threw it in his father's face saying, like, you said I wasn't going to do nothing. I don't have my first home. And now he got his own home or his own money. And he's just basically saying, like, he's not dealing with his dad no more. Also, in growing up hip-hop LA news, Sam announces at his engagement party that he is, not, he is bisexual. While not bisexual, in the lyrics, he said... He's not, not straight and he's, he's not, not gay. gay. So, I don't know what to do with that. I don't know how Egypt felt about that. But I surely seen how Tretch felt. And Tretch sat there and he listened to the song. And when that lyric came up, he was not happy. And he started shutting shit down. Of course, got my daughter out here. You be here trying to be some, some Jaden Smith shit. Like, what the fuck? I feel like Egypt is just, like, so lost in the source and so in love with this the man D for no must reason. Be amazing. I don't know what she's a little girl, so I feel like she don't even have nothing to compare it to. Mm. I just feel like she's so in love, and she just looks dumb. Like I feel like it's nothing her father, her mother could do to save her because she in the sunken place. They need to clutch their teacup. Not even the sunken place. She she thinks she's grown because she has this own source of revenue coming in as well as Peppa's money. She just yeah. like she needs to let this boy go because I feel like he is using her, and I feel like um. I feel like he's she's seen he's seen her as a check, a come up. And even like his past girlfriend said it, like the same things he say to Egypt he said to her. And it's just yeah. a horrible thing. I feel like that's the worst when 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 another woman can come to you and tell you stuff about your man and even they're like, Oh no, bitch can tell me about my man da, 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 da. But secret in the back of your head when it sounds familiar. She mm. told about my man, but that's yeah. a sad case. We're gonna move on to the next reality show, which is Real Housewives of Atlanta. So Kenya and Mark Daly had a big blow up. Yeah. And he even said on a hot mic, which if you don't know what a hot mic is, a hot mic is when they tell you they turn the mic off, they may have turned the mic off, but it takes a second for the mic to actually cut off. He said he hates being married, and he told production that he is done. This is the last time that they ever gonna see him. He said that he like he just was having a fit. He doesn't want to be married. He doesn't like anything that's going on. So I don't think he never. To be honest, I don't think he even really like the way he's talking. 
did you ever even really like her? Like, he, it's, he sounds so, he sounds like a man who was in an arranged marriage or something. Like, I like, feel like he used like he's her. forced to be there. I feel like he used her for the benefits of like being married to someone on the biggest show, the biggest reality show. Yeah. They get seven million viewers on a bad day. So I felt like he used her to promote his business. And I don't feel like he really likes Kenya because if we together and I tell you I don't like this bitch, you're not supposed to like this bitch. You don't go and sit here and vouch for the Nini, next year. And you yeah. know Nini don't like your wife. Like, that's not what a husband is supposed to do. You're supposed yeah. to stick by your wife, right, wrong, and no matter what. And then when you get in your household, y'all talk about yeah, what's going out. on. Yeah. Yeah, we're a unit. When we are women, I don't like her, you don't like her either. Yeah, that that's was just, it. that was some trash ass movements on his behalf. And if she get crazy, you leave. <laughs> With me, like you're not supposed to be defending somebody that's beefing with your wife yeah, at all. No. So also in um Real Housewives of Atlanta news, Nene and Marlo went on Watch What Happens Live and dragged the entire cast. So some things they said was that Eva is boring; she doesn't need to be on the show. True. They said they they talked about how Kenya deserves the, um how Mark treats her. Ooh. That's her karma. Kenya is evil. Nene also went on to call Candy a fake bitch. Yes, 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 I saw that. Um, and it was like, fuck her. And Candy calls him, you can't curse. Nene called Cynthia a flip-flopper. Um, basically, it was just Nene firing off against all of her castmates. Marlo really didn't really say much. She spoke a little bit on Kenya. And, you know, Marlo and Candy has a good relationship because Candy was producing a show with Marlo. So it's just basically... Nene is upset with everyone and she told basically um Andy that Kenya Moore better bring it at the reunion because mm. Nene is coming to read her. And she said Nene also spoke on Portia about how we gotta continue to watch to see how things go with Portia. So she hinted that things are gonna go sour with her and Portia. Like they made up for a little bit, but it's gonna go sour. So it's definitely Nene versus the world at this reunion and she and said it's not even they Nene. better bring it. Yeah, but girl, you just looking like it just looked met. It's just messy. Just messy. Nene look better. I feel like... Yes, it looks like... I feel like at this point, they really do need to take Nene off the show and give Marlo the peach, Nene's peach, because Marlo yes. does definitely brings the drama. And Marlo, the Marlo bought it when she brought her nephews to that damn dinner. Yeah, but I feel like Marlo brings the drama. Like, even in, in past seasons, she come on the um trips, she yeah, drop a bomb, and then she disappears. But I feel like Marlo has like a lifestyle that now we want to see because we know she fucking needs millionaires. We know she getting this money, and she's a like good for TV, just like Kenya Moore is good for TV. Yeah. But we're gonna move on from Real Housewives of Atlanta. We're gonna jump all the way up to Miami. We're loving hip hop Miami. So basically, Suki, Chameleon, Hood Brat, and Hood Brat, and um Bobby Lights let Alvin, Trina's old manager, put Which together was so a show. Funny to me. This motherfucker booked a country saloon where it was no black people. On their first hip hop night, had them stay in a hotel with the bed bugs. <laughs> the bed bugs was out here. He basically they get they did get their bags. They did. That's the thing. They got paid. It was a funny ass performance though. It was funny and I liked it. So. It was good though because they had the white people twerking. <laughs> did you see the guy? The like cowboy he, twerking. Like he had a seizure. It. it was so funny. I definitely feel like um Chameleon, Suki, and Hood Brat is good a good addition to the good, show. Hood Brat, I, I feel like I like the way Hood Brat pranked. Like, Hood Brat was like, yo, seeing Chameleon and Suki when they was running away and stuff like that. She was just like, y'all not serious about this bag. Like, we getting a check. Like, we, we got to thug it out. Like, it ain't what we wanted, but... Hood Brat is my favorite of the three, too, but I, I feel like I feel like all three of them, like they bring, they remind me of when Love and Hip Hop brought on um Bianca, Mariah Lynn, and Cardi B. Like they remind me of the youthfulness when Love and Hip Hop New York had got that good buzz, like that BBOD when the yeah, young girls yeah. came. 
And I definitely feel like they taking over the show because... And Bobby was like, what in the ghetto? Bobby's outfit took me down. It was cute, though. It was cute, but he and his mom were just like, we on the baths to him. We doing the baths to him. No, but I feel like it was... A, these these um younger artists are definitely good for Love and Hip Hop And they like, they have unity together. They, they're like... um. Reigniting the flame of the show. It's definitely getting the show more popular, even with Saucy Santana being on there. Because now they're getting talked about on Wendy. Yeah. It's way better than the other Love and Hip Hops right now. I feel like it's way, it's fresher. Like, Atlanta is so boring right now. It's not fresh. And then you have um New York that's, if they bring back the OGs, but it's not fresh. Miami is definitely bringing the heat. Also, we have in Love and Hip Hop Miami, Amada broke up with her boy, broke up with her boyfriend MJ after talking to his ex. After talking to his ex and the ex, Annie was basically saying that MJ was using her. He never had a job. And Amada felt that because she's going through the same thing that the ex was going through. And I just felt so bad for Amada. Like, I, I really felt her pain. Like, people was like, oh, she's acting. She's being dramatic. No, no, no. That was, but that if you was... looked in her eyes, them shits was pink. The way was she crazy. walked up to that house, she did the, um... I don't know like, what she said in Spanish, but it translated to, don't break nothing in my house. Be very careful. She said, like, you understand me? Like, do you be very careful? Like, don't play. Otherwise, she was telling me, like, crazy. don't don't play with me. Don't break nothing in my house because you ain't paying for shit. Like, basically, that's what she was basically telling him. But, like, he, I, for him, he was in a one-track mind. Like, oh, you really breaking us up? He wasn't listening to her. And I feel like that's the thing that men tend to do. They hear you, but they don't hear Like, they're listening, but they're not hearing you. And she was saying, like, do you know how embarrassing it is that somebody was able to come to tell me certain stuff and it's everything that you're doing? He's like, it was 10 years ago. I'm struggling. Like, I'm only human. I don't feel like he ever loved Amada, though. I feel like he loves Amada, but I feel like he loves controlling Amada, and he loves what Amada could do for him. Yeah. Because she's paying all the bills in the house. She's doing everything, and it's just like, I I see where she's coming from now. Like, I'm giving you my all, and you're not doing nothing. So I definitely felt for Amada. And, I felt really and, bad. And he was like, oh, but how you letting somebody come into our relationship, tearing us up? And I'm like, it wasn't tearing you apart. She's saying that this lady is talking, telling me about you 10 years ago, and it's the same thing we're doing to, right with each other. She's like, and I couldn't just say, oh, well, it's different with us because it's not different. And she said, that's the embarrassing part because everybody knows it. And if somebody I don't know who don't know me can come here and tell me this, this is a problem. But her mother even warned her from the beginning when her mother was like, don't let anybody influence you. And he definitely influenced Amada to fire Julian and to I mean, do it, her thing. Like, that was a smart choice. but It wasn't a smart choice because at the end of the day, Julian never did nothing wrong to Amada. He actually raised her star. He did something wrong to Trina. And that's a different thing. Get like, in the bed. Get my in thing, the bed with something wrong. My thing is like, if you are in a relationship, like if you have a relationship with somebody else and they do somebody else wrong, you can't go off that because at the end of the day, it's your relationship with that person. It's two different relationships. And he didn't owe Trina money from where he brought and where he said he didn't owe Trina money. So it's two different stories. I felt like Amada should have kept working with Julian until something happened with her and Julian. Getting in the bed, sneaking in the bed. People do have drunk nights and she's an no, attractive no, 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 woman. No, 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 And MJ's still wrong even on that because she told him not to talk about this on TV. She didn't want this as a part of her narrative. And he still went behind her back and spoke about it on TV. Like, <laughs> It's so much wrong that he's doing to Amada. Like, I feel like he gotta go too. Nah. He gotta go. I mean, he gotta go as a man, but like, I, yo, he was crying. He was like, she me, man. That's because she like, wanna I, live there. I was like, oh, why he doing the R. Kelly crime? Y'all killing me. I can't get 30 years of my life. That's was, because now he don't got nowhere to live. He don't got nowhere to he go. He gotta go in the Shea house. Exactly. Uh, 
But we're going to move on from Love & Hip Hop Miami. We're going to come up north and east. We're going to talk about Love & Hip Hop New York. So Kimbella is finishing Joelle's album. Well, it's done because it's out now. It is out now? Yeah. Oh, I don't want to hear it. But um, Kimbella oh was in the um, show. She was finishing <laughs> Joelle's album. She had um Jim and Chrissy, and they had a little dipset powwow, and it was real cute and corny. Also, we have Fresher proposes to his um baby mama, bulldog, Kobe. security guard, linebacker, um Jen. Can with we the, unpack this? What, Jen and Fresher? Could we? That, that whole snack. I don't, you could go ahead. I don't really care about them. Like, okay, we got to unpack this because... Did you peep that he said he took out a loan to pay for the video and to pay her back, pay, uh, what's the girl Jada. Name? Jada back. But did you see the ring on her finger? It First, was big. Humongous. It was very, very nice. But you know what's crazy? He took out a loan to get that house, too. Bro, why you buying rings, popping Bel Air bottles on rooftops and stuff, and you taking out loans to pay for your crib? Priorities, bro. It's called priorities. He's sick. He's. He, I feel like he's doing this because he's scared of that bulldog linebacker. Um, what else she looked like? Incredible Hulk. Um, butterface baby mother of his. Like he's scared. Like Fresher is doing all this because he is scared of this woman. I feel like he really don't want to be with her, but he been with her for so long that he's just scared. Sis to leave. had a sis had a furry on. She had a furry that was dragging. She looked like a, um. She looked at like a what you call them people that be um hunting for bears. She was giving me caveman with that fur. Like she looked at like Dave the Barbarian from Disney Channel. No, she is so big. <laughs> She, she was in there giving fur like, oh, I'm the prince of this empire. My man Fresher, my mister, wait, wait, wait. Even with the new body, she ugly. Because uh, you fix your body, but not your face. Everything's good, butterface. Pillsbury Doughboy face ass. Butterface Melting ass. Melting ice cream ass. Everything popping but her face. Ugh. I'm so over her. <laughs> I think she gonna go in the same bag as thick ass ankles Wendy Williams. She can, oh god. But yo, he really said that and then had the whole crew out because they son was built funny too. He looked like Uncle Festa. Oh, the boy with that mohawk? That was That's their son. son. That's their son. Oh, the son ugly too. Built built bad. So they had the son up there, her with the minky on her back, the built bad son, the mother up there with her shifted $20 wig. That was a beauty supply store wig. Sure was. And it was mad. They put sprints on it to make sure it stayed. The wind was whooping. I thought it was going to blow off. I was like, this whole scene is wrong. The girls that was in the video was shaking. They didn't even have coats for them. Like, I was like, Fresher, what are you doing, bro? You buying this ring for this girl? Tell me, will you marry me? Pay your loans first, bro. Priorities, bro. Ghetto. The ghetto. G-H-E-T-T-O. Don't believe me? She got to go. It was real ghetto. I couldn't. So, also, we have Olivia confronting Cisco about stealing, about Rich stealing her money. So, basically, Cisco is the one that told Olivia that Rich was shortchanging her, and she went and got lawyers, and then she seen that he was shortchanging her by um 17000 I mean, wait. It was, um... $117,000. Yeah, $117,000. And basically, um... When she went to meet up with Cisco, Cisco was trying to act like he don't remember what's going on because he had a conversation with Rich. So Cisco's trying to now backpedal on what he was saying. She and now was she looks crazy. Cycle. Cisco was in soul cycle. He was that nigga was So now she looked crazy because it's like, um, you told her this, but now it's looking crazy because now you don't you're not even saying you didn't say it, you're saying you don't remember now. He got so now amnesia. you got Olivia looking crazy. <laughs> he got amnesia. I don't rub legally blind. So now she look crazy and she look better because you got you basically got everybody thinking now she's lying. Yeah. Like she heard this from from me, she made it up. That nigga said I'm legally blind. It's just a crazy situation. But that's it for reality bites, guys. We're gonna move on to our next segment of the show, which is called 
beef in the streets, okay? Not beef in the streets, not beef in the sheets, it's beef in the streets. So our first beef that we got to talk about is rapper Juicy J versus his record label Columbia Records. So let me break this down for you guys. Juicy J is a rapper. He has a Grammy. He has an Oscar for It's Hard Out Here for a Pimp. It's Hard Out Here for a Pimp. He's a part of 36 Mafia, but he's also a popping solo artist. Yeah. He is the Beyonce of the group. So basically, if you don't Pimpsy know, was. Juicy J had a no. Juicy J. Juicy J Let's had a argue. God rest MC soul. Juicy J had a resurgence in 2017, and his music had got really popping. So Juicy J signed mm. to Columbia Records. And basically, his problem with Columbia Records was just saying, like, they're holding his music so long, they're not paying him, and that they just show for him to have, like, a trophy, like, just to say, we have him on this record label. So Juicy J was getting mad because he was saying, like, by the time Columbia put you out, you broke, or by the time, like, they not allowing him to flourish in his career and his creativity. So basically, he put out a whole diss track against that his record label. That was good. That was fire. And it was really good. He talked about how, basically, they treat um the artists like a slave, and he, he used the word massa. Okay, once he said Massa, I was, I was here for the whole song. Okay, he read that record label left and right. But now, after the um, this record, Columbia seems to be like treating him better, and um, their relationship is now cohesive once again. Because that's like everything's good once you get an ass whooping, yeah. He lit they ass up. So, Everything is good once you get an ass whooping. I'm definitely going to say the winner of this beef is definitely Juicy, Juicy J. Because <laughs> he put out that disc record and now they're giving him whatever he wants. They said, Juicy, you can have the house, you can have Ms. the friends, Juicy, you can have baby. your check, okay? Get it all. Get it all for him. He wants it all. He let them white motherfuckers know at that record label that he is not playing and he want to put out his music. And I feel like it's also, like you said, they have him on the label for... um. Just having a trophy because everyone knows that Juicy J say shut the fuck up. Like Don't say no the ratchet pussy Juicy J can't. Like every no, come on, everyone. And I think don't he have um legal legalizations to um Pimpsy's um what you call that the legacy he's down to? I think only I think the group has it like the whole group. So come on, y'all was playing Columbia. Y'all thought y'all thought y'all was gonna get away with that scot free. All right, so we're going to move on to our next segment of the show. I mean, not next segment, the next beef we have. So, Akbar V and Alexis Sky was beefing because... I can't wait for this to unravel on TV. I need... So, basically, they're saying that Akbar got into a fight with Lightskin Keisha and Tokyo um, Vanity jumped in. So, basically, if you don't know, Tokyo Vanity and Lightskin Keisha have been friends for years. They have a joint um, mixtape out. So, basically, Akbar has been beefing with Lightskin Keisha and Cash Doll. So they got into a brawl or whatever, um, a fight, because they finally see each other after arguing on Instagram. And they said Tokyo Vanity jumped in against Akbar, and I Alexis know. Scott ran and didn't do nothing. And they said the Love & Hip Hop cameras was rolling. So this is something we probably will see. So basically, um, they said Alexis Scott didn't help her, and Alexis Scott not her real friend. And basically, um, they was like, how dare you not help Akbar? Because Akbar came to your rescue when you was arguing with Ari and them. And Alexis was just like, I did help her. Don't say I didn't until you watch it. And she was just basically like, Akbar was there for me on social media, not in real life. So now they beefing back and forth. Akbar was just like, basically, I don't care if nobody helped me or not. I done whooped ass. I done had my ass whooped. But it is repercussions for touching me. So Akbar just was like, watch what happens next, and it's not over. And I, I, I respect it. Like, when she was up there, she was like, yo. But I feel like people like Alexis Scott is the ones who think they too cute to fight. Like, talk all that stuff. Twitter fingers, her trigger fingers. And you know, but then when it's time to really throw them bows, you know, you always got that one tough-ass friend. They be like, all right, girl, I'm going to talk mad shit on the internet, but like... These bitches could jump, you get it. No, but I, I feel like she should have, Alexis Scott should have definitely helped Akbar. Hell yeah, hell yeah. 
that's when you 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 supposed to come in there and throw them bows because like you talking on like i'm the bitch and i backs it up like you talking all that shit you got you got all of this but when it's time to do this you can't pull right. up and that's what it seemed like and i can't wait to see because our likes can keisha from a source got the hands work now they uh the sources were saying i feel like it tokyo jumped in she sat that's on all because of that. I feel like if Tokyo jumped in, I feel like Lex and Keisha was getting beat up. Because I don't really see Lex and Keisha Unless they were throwing glasses like they always do and pulling wigs. Now, I feel like they was fighting because Akbar was talking some crazy shit. But I'm definitely going to give the W and his beef versus Akbar versus Alexis. Akbar. I'm going to give it to Akbar. But in the whole bigger picture, I'm going to give it to Tokyo Vanity and um, Lex and Keisha. Yeah. Because I wouldn't. I hope it's good. I hope the cameras did not stop rolling. I hope they was running like how they be running on Mori. Like they had a good Mori cameraman. I need it from all angles from this fight. Because Tokyo Vanity, we know she just lost that weight too. So she like really out here. Sure and they was beefing about that too. Because when she posted, Tokyo posted her weight loss picture, Akbar gonna say, I heard bitches talking about weight loss and gonna yeah. post a picture as well. And Akbar never liked Tokyo Vanity. I feel like she feels like it could be only one big fat bitch. And that's not true. It could be multiple fat bitches if y'all all funny. Right. Yeah, everybody do know that song. Akbar is really a good rapper though, but she's just too hood, too screek. Yeah. But we're gonna move on from that. Too screek. She is too screek. <laughs> too screek. We're gonna move on to Bad Baby versus Sky Jackson. The beef is continuing. So let me tell you how this beef started. It all started over herpes infested NBA young boys. So NBA young boy, Bad Baby has been stalking this boy. She got his name tatted. Along with like four other she, girls. She is so, like she is in love with Kentrell. She don't call him NBA young boy, she call him Kentrell. Me and Kentrell. And she is so addicted to him. So basically what happened was, Sky Jackson has a um, fake Twitter, a Finsta. I mean a fake Insta, it's called Finsta. And basically she posted on there saying, oh, somebody, if y'all know Kentrell, put me on the Kentrell or whatever, that's that, <laughs> this, that, and the third. And Bad Baby was just tight. She was like, everybody I talk to, she talk to, I'm really going to kill her. Come at me direct. Don't worry me about on a Finsta. So basically, after all of that happened, um, she threatened to kill Sky Jackson, who was only More 17. Than More than once. The mama started arguing, getting into it, and Sky Jackson mother was like, bitch, I'm from New York. I will violate you. And then Bad Baby white-ass mother was like, bitch, I'm from New York. Because she's probably, from, West, West she probably from um Amsterdam, Albany, somewhere. Westchester, Yorkers. Basically, at the end of the day, Sky Jackson put out um a um, restraining order for Bad Baby to stay 100 feet away from her because she feel like Bad Baby is really a threat to her life. And she, she feel she like... She house on, on Instagram Live. And she feel like Bad Baby is um unstable and can't control herself. Her mother can't control her. Bad Baby needs a good... Take that belt off and beat no, that ass. Bad Baby really needs to come to the hood with real bitches so they can smoke her. Because she around these Hollywood bitches and Iggy Azalea and them, she could throw drinks on them and not <laughs> give up repercussions. She think she full of Bo Vicky And Bo Vicky whooped her ass. <laughs> like, she need to go and she need to come to the hood with real bitches so they can smoke her. Yeah. And then she gonna leave and she gonna be humble. Yeah. She needs that ass humbled by a real bitch named Tanika. She needs named a mother to take off a belt and put hands and no. feet on her. She need a her bitch, mother needs to be her. She need a bitch named Tanika with a side ponytail to drag her. She need Aisha with the box braids. And a suit bag. She need Aisha with the box braids to uppercut her real quick and fucking Hadouk in her shit because she's out of control. And if I'm going to give it the W to anybody in this beef, I'm going to give it to Sky Jackson because she's still booked. She got commercials. Booked and busy. She still got that Disney check. Did you see that and she's having books since I was actually nine months old? 
um, I'm not making money at 16 because I was wilding out on, on the Dr. Phil show. And she I got voiceover. Down. She got voiceover movies coming. Sky Jackson is getting to that bag, so been I'm definitely going to give the W to Sky Jackson. Yeah, me too. Her little grown ass. She been getting the bag and then some. All right, so we're going to move on to our next segment, which is the Black Hall of Fame. As you guys know, um, Black History Month is officially over. We are now in March, but we didn't get to do four of the um, Black History Hall of Fames. So we're gonna still we're gonna extend Black History Month for a little bit more, and we're gonna get into our Black Hall of Fame. Being that it is now March and it is now Women's History Month, I decided we should give our um we should give a woman the last seats in the Black Hall of Fame. I need to give mine to a man this week. Oh, Why? Because I watched it last night and I had to say he deserves it. All right, so who you wanna give your Black? I'm Hall giving mine to Offset. Did you see him on NCI yesterday? It was bad. Are you fucking dumb? <laughs> I think it was so. No. I thought he did his own stunts. He was doing the. Oh. No, first of all, that offset on um NCIS was bad. And this motherfucker um um what's his ball almond head ass nigga um LL Cool J gonna say offset was very good at acting. First of all, you bad at acting. You only good in this show. You're not good in nothing else you've ever been in. And I feel like Offset was really horrible. What I did like was the message that Offset put in, like, oh, I don't want to play the bad guy. I don't want to play the villain or the yeah, bad that's what I, I want to be like, I respect that because you're showing young black boys that you could be and the he hero. he did his own stunts. He read his own. He, he came to the table. He, it was cringeworthy. It wasn't good acting. It's, it wasn't worse than Quavo and their narcos. Cooking crack. It was cringeworthy, and I just really didn't like it. And I just Quavo was, like, was on Narcos cooking crack and looking stupid. And they made him take his grills out, and you saw how bad his teeth really was. Quavo is a better actor, though, because Quavo was on Star, and he was playing himself, but it was good because it was believable. <laughs> you can't but, mess up playing yourself. <laughs> but I do feel like, I feel like it, Offset was really bad. It was cringy, Taylor. It was cringy. It was cringy. Alize, I like Offset, Marshall though. Bell, no. It was cringy. Oh, I like that. Shout out to Offset. You like Offset? You 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 like that performance or do you like Offset? A little both. Oh, oh God bless. <laughs> I'm not here to judge you. It was a cringy. Little, a little both. Offset like he could do some things. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna give my Black um Hall of Fame spot to two different <laughs> sets of people. So I want to give my first Black Hall of Fame set, spot to Beyonce, the Queen Bee, mm-hmm. for not only being um. A great mother, because she definitely is a great mother to her kids and hiding her kids from the public. I feel like she learned her lesson with Blue Blue Ivy. Yes. Um, we still haven't really seen much of the twins, but I want to give it to Beyonce for um, being an icon. I'm not even a beehive like person, but she's an icon. Like I listened to her um, B-Day album over recently, and every song in there is a bop. And I feel like yeah. she is the she's in the lane that Michael Jackson is in without having to say I'm the Michael Jackson. Yes, yes, I yes. feel like Beyonce has just been an icon of influence and a inspire inspiration to women in general, and I just feel like she deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. Um. Yeah, Beyonce's just been a great... She has been setting the standard for women in music. She has been opening doors for other women in music after her, like Justine Sky, Normani, and people after her, like oh, Cardi B, Nicki Minaj. Chloe and Halle. Chloe and Halle, Megan Thee Stallion. Yes. Um, so I just want to say shout-out to Beyonce for not being a hater and just being a great role model to women in general. Yeah. I also want to give my last Black Hall of Fame seek to all of the people and during the civil rights movement that did great things i just want to say shout out to everybody for being amazing like i want to give a shout out to martin luther king malcolm x rosa parks harriet tubman 
all the great um black historic figures. I want to give a shout out to Shirley Chisholm for being the first black woman to run for president, first women in general to run for president. Word. I want to give um shout outs to everybody. Um, I can't remember his name right now. Jesse Jackson. Just shout out to everybody. Skinny Jesse and Fat Jesse. Oh, shout out to Jesse Jackson. Shout out to motherfucking Al Sharpton. Shout out to everybody that ever fought for black rights. Shout out to y'all in right. this Black Hall of Fame. Yeah. That's it. That's all. Period. Yeah. Boom. Shout out to the black people. Shout out to the Black Panthers, yo. Affirmative action. Shout out. Pull out your motherfucking guns. They had their motherfucking pistols in their berets. And the freaking the coordinator and the organizer, the founder, was only 21 years old. Like... Yo, he was doing way more than I was doing. I'm 26, and I'm out here lacking right now. Yeah, I always want... And also, let's add to the black fame, all the black sitcoms that ever came on. Word. Shout out to The Game. Shout out to um The Parkers, Moesha. Kicking it with Mr. Cooper. Yes. Um, My Wife and Kids, Cosby Show, um, Wayne's Brothers. Yes. Um, Girlfriends. A state. My girlfriend. My, my girlfriend. Thick and thin. I love Tony. She was so. I love Maya. Oh, hell no. Like, Maya was the one. <laughs> we can go down the list. Shoot, one on one. Now we having fun. Maybe one on one. Yeah. Shoot, Tyena. Um, who else can we go? Tyena was my bitch. She took the A train to motherfucking school. Like, ain't no, ain't no bitch on TV taking a motherfucking A train to school. A cousin Skeeter. Um, Shout out to my bitch Kyla Pratt also, because the Proud family Sammy is coming back. Back, back yes, official. Get your Disney Plus for $8.99, and you can split it with your friends as many times as you want. Smart guy, sister, sister. Who else is up here? Shoot, the only black girl in Boy Meets World. Shout out to Angela. And the only black girl motherfucker saved by Belle, Lisa. Yeah. But she crazy now, so we can't mess with her. No, she not crazy. She has a mental illness. You cannot say that. She the, has a mental illness. But mentally ill, that damn blonde and hair. she still look better than all them white no. bitches now. All the white bitches now, and look at her. She's no, still not, the same. No, um, what's, what's, what's this tall, skinny one name that was in Showgirls with the titties? Um, damn. Oh, no, the new bitch. She was newer. She came when they was in college. Okay. She's, she's sis looking good. Well, the black girl still look better than her, period. I guess. Period. Black girl still look better than her in my Malcolm X turtleneck. What are you talking about? <laughs> All right, so we're going to move on from the Black Hall of Fame. And next week, we're going to just be doing Women That Inspire Us in honor of Women's History Month. So... Now we're going to get into my favorite segment of the show, which is called You Won't Believe This. Okay, this is where we get into a rapid fire news edition of everything going on in the streets and in stuff all around the world and hip hop everywhere. So the first story that I'm going to start off with is Normani finally speak up, speaks out about her former group member Camila Cabello's racist post on Tumblr and Twitter and how it affected her. She said that she didn't want to speak about it at first because she didn't want this to be her narrative and how people first knew her coming out of the group. And she didn't want this to overshadow her career, but she said that she was hurt because she thought that the group was a sisterhood in a place of safety where everybody could be an individual. She said that she um she felt that she, Camilla should have came to her rescue and controlled her fans, but she said that she felt that Camilla put her fans' relationship before the group, her relationship with the fans before the group. So if you don't know, Camilla was caught calling Normani and the other two girls in the group a nigga. Even though Namani's the only nigga in the yeah, group. <laughs> yeah, and then she was like, um, her fans started to like take on um, a life of the post and keep it going. Her fans um edited pictures of Normani getting hung by a tree. They edited pictures of Normani getting whooped by a white man. They called Normani all types of niggas and untalented, ugly. They attacked all her black features. And Camilla never said nothing until it got brought up again in 2019. So this happened almost three years ago. And she never spoke up about it. It was never... But, you know, we live in the age of exposing. 
So somebody found all the old tweets yeah, and the Tumblr um, stuff and posted it. Um, on a, I'm an active um Reddit reader, and on a Reddit page, I remember it was a thread of same thing with Ali Brooke, cause Ali Brooke is was one in the group, and she is um a Mexicano, and it was like oh. Um, the little short Mexican, I bet you she's selling tamales now and shit. They were saying crazy shit. But no, it, but, but that's Camilla not coming ne- from the group members, though. Camilla actually was the one saying racist stuff. Listen, Camilla never says anything because, to be honest, I feel like that's how she really felt. She really felt. That's why she felt so comfortable yeah. because when she left uh, Fifth Harmony, she left at a really height of their career and she just went solo because she felt like they were a bunch of niggers, probably with hard R's. From the very beginning. She didn't like the R&B sound of the music that they was putting out at the time, even though it was successful. But I feel like Camilla definitely really feels like she, I really feel like she is a racist and I really feel like she doesn't like black people because she, her apology was not even like a real actual apology. It was just like a, if I offended or if da da da. And then she tried to do that whole thing at the Grammys singing to her dad to make people forget. And even again with Shawn Mendes, I felt like was a way of trying to make people forget yeah. that she has these racist tendencies. And low key, I felt I felt bad for Lamarney because when she was addressing this in the um, in the article, it seemed like she was dancing around it just a little bit. She didn't want to talk about it. She didn't. Yeah, she was like, I kind of felt like, and maybe we should have like she didn't just say head on like this hurt my feelings. She said this, she said that, and X Y and Z. I feel like they just uh, Normani didn't want to speak about it. Like I I respect why she didn't want to speak about it. You don't want to be known as the girl. Oh, I'm complaining about racism. Soon as I come out of my career, you want to be known as the the fierce dancing bitch that you are and the yeah, talented yeah. queen that you are. And I feel like this still hindered Normani's career because I feel like Camilla is kind of holding Normani down. Like She's holding all of them down. Cause and she doesn't they want all, Normani to they be all that have, cause they all, Yeah, because they all have singles and records that are actually bops. I got a couple of them actually downloaded myself. But like it's just like she's like the, the, the fucking shadow over them. Like they just can't let them come up. I feel like she's she's really scared of Normani in a different way. I feel like she's scared of Lauren vocally, the one that goes out with Ty Dolla Sign. But yeah. I feel like she's scared of Normani because Normani can dance. She can't dance. Yeah. And I feel like she's scared because Normani has the black people really supporting. Mm-hmm. Like it, you really see black people supporting Normani, mm-hmm. even though she's not like she's not capitalized. I feel like Normani is really like yeah, going through it, a lot of I things. Think it's, I, I, let, let's break it down. I think Ali Ali Brooke and Normani. Let's get because they, they were the dancers. Mm-hmm. I feel like Lauren vocally and Dahana low key too vocally. Yeah, definitely. Cause like she got a song called Retrograde that goes. But Normani shit, and right? Normani and Lauren, I feel like are the biggest threats to her because Lauren will sell. Like Lauren was supposed to be the um lead member in the group because of her look. Yeah. And she was hitting them them high notes. Mm-hmm. And I feel like she's scared of them because even in X Factor, Lauren and Normani got the furthest before yeah. they was put in the group. Yeah. I feel like that also took a shot to her confidence. Yeah. And I feel like Camilla is very insecure to where she can't lift other women up. She has to be the one. Yes. Yeah, like she, even in the group, she would wear the big ass bow to get attention. Yeah. Like, like she's the, she is the, the, the dark cloud that can't let these girls when they come up because it's ridiculous. And literally they all got contracts and solo careers and just like they just... And they still going to go back to be Fifth Harmony, the four are still gonna go back to be fifth. And Army. I feel like they need to be the four without the races bunda. Yeah, but we're gonna move on to our next segment, which is um a Paris nightclub had a pop smoke hologram perform and it was so, so nice, nice. But I'm sick of the holograms. No, that but, one was a good hologram because he was doing the wait. It was wait. I'm sick of the hologram. The, the hologram. hologram. Why? The hologram. The hologram. Because did y'all see that Whitney Houston hologram? That's not her. That's not That is a white woman. That is it's an illusion. That is a white woman in a yellow dress. That is an illusion. That is a fraud. That it's mother- a fraud. That motherfucking hologram. Hologram. <laughs> 
don't look nothing like Whitney. That's Houston. not Whitney. I want my Whitney to look like she just did crack. I need the wig. I need the wig to look like a dollar store wig. I need the wig to be raggedy. I need the clothes to be disheveled. I need her to look a little cracky. I need her to look like um. What was her and Bobby singing in the store when they was dancing? Oh, oh my God, what was they singing? I need Winnie to look like that shut Whitney. Shut up, just shut up, shut up. No, they wasn't shut singing it. that. That one too, I need them to do that. Shut it up, just They were singing up. something in the store. Damn, Damn. I'm gonna remember it after. But Watch. But yo, I need Whitney to look like, oh Whitney, like, I need her to look, if you make him feel like a million dollar bill, say, oh, oh. Like, I don't want her to look like Whitney when she was 17. Give me old this crackhead need, Whitney. Yes, I need, I turn to you. I need the hands. It, 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 she wasn't even doing the gestures. I was like, who is this Whitney? I don't know her. Her hair was too done. If you knew Whitney Houston, the hair was not done. I needed to look like, yes, the 1999 Serafina wig that you got to shake off out your purse and put back on her head. I needed to look like somebody just shifted her wig. Just shifted. Word. Like she just, real quick. <laughs> that wasn't my Whitney, but we're going to move on to another topic. Paris and Zell went on Keisha Cole's Fox Soul uh. Show. And all messy. three of them sat there and just trashed K. Michelle. They all three were sitting there talking about how K. Michelle stole Keisha Cole's the sound and music. How K. Michelle's obsessed with Keisha Cole. How yeah. K. Michelle wants to be her. And how K. Michelle vagina stink. And I just feel like all three of y'all are haters. I, like, I, I swear like, in the background, I was here. So, oh, oh. Like, why, why would y'all so get on a, a TV show, which is a good place to market whatever you got going on and not market yourselves not market your business why and they do not have his do-rags I, th that's what I thought he was there for for those bedazzled do-rags and y'all don't have no business y'all sitting here attacking this woman who's on tour just put out an album Keisha Cole you're bitter as hell I feel like Keisha Cole is just jealous of the success that K. Michelle had because once K. Michelle came out nobody was checking for her anymore okay. I definitely feel like Paris is obsessed with K. Michelle. Ever like, since the Uber thing. Ever since, like, even being on the K. Michelle show, she's obsessed with K. Michelle. And I feel like Zell is just a bully. Like, he's always bullying women. He's never bullying men. He's always bothering women. And I just feel like you're trash. Like, I just feel like, why get on a show? Why even go there? You have nothing to promote for yourself. Like, you have nothing to say for yourself. You just get up there and attack somebody. Like, you can stay home on Instagram Live and attack her. Why go on Fox Soul on the show? And then I feel like Keisha Cole should not even have that show on Fox Soul because it is so mediocre. Okay. Yeah. And then it's um yeah. she does, she's not a good talker. Like I'm not. She's not a talker. Yeah. I need bring bring your crackhead mother out. Where is that? It's Frankie. I just, That's what she Frankie's needs. in rehab right now. Get pull her out of rehab. I need the crack. I need the mess. I need the mess. Like, but I'm just saying, I don't see it for Keisha Cole. Like I don't see talk holes for her. I don't yeah. see. I barely even see singer for her right now. But I just feel like Keisha Cole needs to get it together. And I feel like um that was not the move to make because now we know that you are a yeah, it was. I, I just wanted to hear Mariah Carey. Why you so obsessed with me? And everybody knows. It's it, that's what it, it sounded like. Cause like it wasn't like, like it wasn't like shots and then them talking about what they're doing. They're talking about the do rag shots. Then something else. It was just about Kay Michelle. Kay Michelle. Kay Michelle. Kay Michelle. Kay Michelle. And I'm like, okay. I hate her. I had to go to the shade room to see. She said something about them. I hate her. She ain't saying nothing about. She don't even talk about them. That's I was like, I was confused of where all this came from. I was trying to get it. Hater. Hey. I hate her. Can you smell it? Cause I can smell the hater right through the TV. H A to the T, T to the E, E to the R, T 
So we're gonna move on to our next segment, which is um. Oh, child, what the fuck did I press on? All right, so we're gonna move on to our next segment of the show, which is basically um about this new show called Love Is Blind. Um, this guy named Anthony, whatever his name, it doesn't really matter what his name is. He's from Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. I guess he was like a hairstylist or something. Yeah, you have known from Bailey Agency from um. So from Cynthia Bailey. So basically. It came out that after he um, was on the show that he is bisexual, and then it started this big hashtag tweet, bisexual men exist. So, my question is to you, do bisexual men exist? Yes. I, I know quite a few of them. I do. And I feel like just the same way that it is fetishized by men for bisexual women, black, bi, especially black bisexual men, they exist and they're out here, and it's nothing, I feel like it's nothing wrong with it as long as you are safe. As long as you're safe and Friend of it, and you're not lying about it. We Gucci, like. All right. Well, I feel I like care. if you safe, if you are front with it, that's something. But I don't. <laughs> and safe. Don't be out here lying, dipping in, and doing it. Have me, have me out here looking stupid. I right? don't feel like um. I don't, care. I don't feel like bisexual men exist. I feel like bisexual men is gay men. I feel like they say they bisexual just because they feel like it is a better way of saying they gay. I feel like they feel like if they say they bisexual, people won't judge them as much as being gay. But I don't feel like there's no such thing as bisexual men. And I don't even feel like it's bisexual women. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't feel like it. I feel like sometimes a girl just want to have fun. But what I really feel like a lot of the things that go on with like a lot of bisexual women, I feel like it be like women be like like, I see it. Like, a lot of women, they be, like, feeling like, oh, they're getting ridiculed for being a hoe. And I feel like they feel like if they mess with a girl, that your wholeness deletes like Drea. No, 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 no. But I don't feel like it's no such thing as no bisexual men for sure. And it's not. I just feel like that's a way of saying, like, you're gay. You just don't want to be ridiculed for being gay. Like, at the end of the day, it's no such thing as bisexual men. You cannot go get a whole dick up your ass and then go and fuck Who a girl. Who says they're taking? They may not be taking. They may be giving it. No, I just feel like bis- it's no such thing as bisexual men. It's no such thing as bisexual men. As a queer man, you don't believe that? There's no such thing as bisexual men. There's no such thing as bisexual men. He is gay. You are... He is gay. No! He is gay. Did You're I... a man, Damon. He is gay. No, because and, and I feel like the, the whole corny thing about it is I because feel like you don't have to be having sex to be bisexual. I feel like people are so ashamed to say that they're gay, and it's 2020. Yes, that I agree. It's 2020. That I agree with. Yes, and I, I feel agree. like it's no such thing as it's no such thing as a bisexual man. You are gay. You are gay. The women, I don't know. I'm not a woman, so I'm not gonna like even judge that for too long. A woman, I don't know. I don't really care. I'm a man. It's no such thing as a bisexual nigga. You are gay. No, you are cannot gay. say this. You are gay. You are a man, Damon. <laughs> no, you are a. Is you is you a girl or a boy? Nah, let me stop. <laughs> I just love, no, my friend, my friend be saying that having me weak. He be like, is you a girl or a boy? But I definitely feel like it's no such thing as bisexual oh man. Oh my god, you cannot say it's me. not. You are gay. Is all right as a man. It's either you are gay or you are straight. I don't feel like it's no in between. It's no both. You are gay or you are straight. And it's men out there that will fuck with a girl and really be gay because they are scared of public opinion. That is true. But, but, I but don't that's trade, like though. Wrong. But then that's called trade. That's no. called being a piece of trade. No. And it's nothing wrong with being gay. You that's called being trade. You cannot like both. You cannot that's like both. No. You are gay and you just care what people think. Like, what? It's true. I'm telling you. This is stressing me out. I'm telling you. It's true. I'm going to tell you when we get off air a real story, but I'm okay. it's true. Okay, because this is giving me no, heart I, palpitations. It's heart palpitations, it's I'm true. To, I'm getting heart palpitations. I can't do this. We're going to move on to the next <gasps> segment. Yo, true. We're going to move on to the next segment. 
which is basically little baby, baby mother Aisha confirmed that little baby and Alexis Scott did date or mess around after he said he didn't know Alexis Scott. So basically, remember the drama that happened last week with yes. all the um, video hosts? Um, Alexis Sky brought out the fact that she used to mess with little baby, and little baby was like, "I don't know this hoe, I don't know this hoe." And basically, the baby, his, I, said, I, said. I don't know this hoe. So basically, Alexis Sky, um, basically his baby mother Aisha put out the fact that she had to press Alexis Sky over little baby. So basically, sounds about right. It came out that he was lying, and he do know Alexis Sky, and they did use to mess around. And Aisha, his baby mother, said she was threatened by Alexis Sky because she's a beautiful woman. So basically, Alexis Sky is pretty though. She's very pretty. So basically, they um. They had a whole talk about it or whatever, and basically, he knows it and he was lying. You know what? Of course, everybody. All I feel like all dudes lie on AD. Like they not gonna tell you who they smashed, especially with her video that her washing. She's like, when she was in the um in the shower. Like, oh, you know, when you do something, like, why did I let this guy do this on me? Of course, he not gonna claim that. Every I, I don't care. I don't care. And I'm saying it. Every Negro lies on AD. Like, they tell you, they will not tell you they smash somebody. They feel shame on they be they smash. But Alexis Sky is a good look, though. No, she's not. Not she's anymore. She's a good look. When you don't know who your baby daddy is, that shit is bad. She know who her baby daddy is. She don't want to say who her baby daddy is because he's and, not famous. And that is bad. He's not famous. Bad, 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 bad. He's not famous. Bad, yeah. The bad chap, bad look now. All right, so we're going to move on to our next segment. R. Kelly tries to get Andrea Kelly, his former ex-wife, arrested for... Breaking her NDA and speaking about him in the um documentary okay, and in, suck in the, his mama. Speaking about him in the documentary and in on um Daily Show. So basically, he just want to get her arrested with him. He said, "If I'm going down, everybody going down, including you." And I'm gonna happen to say, I agree with R. Kelly. Lock this bitch up because you want to know why? I feel like she knew what was going on. I feel like he used R. Kelly used her to look normal, to look like he had a regular he wife. He did. She said that though. But, but she... I feel like she knew that he was raping them little girls, and I feel like she was doing threesomes like Kitty Jones, and I feel like she needs to get locked up too. <laughs> she, she said she didn't do. He, he, he wouldn't allow her to. What, what's the word she used? Remember, she was in the. She was trapped in a basement. She couldn't come out the, um, uh-huh. the attic. She couldn't come downstairs. He wouldn't dirty. She, didn't want her to dirty herself. That's the words that she used. But she said she when she, that's when she got the when he beat her up with their last son. When he beat her with the boot. Yeah, she it's was gonna she, jump off the balcony. Cause she, she found out uh, she found the girls in the room. No, I feel like what it is, Dre and Kelly need to get locked up with the rest of um with R. Kelly. And I'm sick of seeing her twerking her big ass everywhere with the same moves, she dancing like Royce from Basketball Wives. Yeah. So I feel like Dre R. Kelly, you you could go to jail with R. Kelly because I feel like you knew them little girls was tied up in the basement. And we're gonna move on to our next segment, which is Summer Walker has gotten her nose done. Michael Jackson. And she's giving me the got a light skin friend look like Michael, Michael Jackson. Jackson. Got a dark skin friend look like Michael Jackson. She was ready for the world. She, she was, was ready, ready for some action. Look at crazy. She looked like Latoya Jackson. Is you a girl or a boy? She looked like Latoya Jackson. Are you a girl or a boy? <laughs> With that fucking nose, I can't take summer with this new nose. I can't take like, summer. It, it at looks like all. a McDonald's. It looks like a McDonald's signs like ba da ba ba ba. I need her to make. I need her to make music and just make music and disappear. Cause she's doing so much foolishness with her antisocial ass and her nose. Her nose looks like the McDonald's. Are you a girl or a boy? But we gonna move on. I wanna know who's your surgeon. Fire him. Fire him because you look like Miss Piggy. You need your. I'm sick of black people getting famous and removing their black nose, their strong black nose. But it ain't like she had a, a, a Wakanda nose. Like, it was a cute little, like, button nose. But, like, now it just looks like she could put ink on it and just go and just stamp at McDonald's fire boxes for a living now. She, and music family. All right, we're going to move on. So, Future is a legend that his baby mother, Eliza Rain, was targeting him for money and she calls her baby Check Baby. 
my thing is done, nigga. They using you for money. Like, they know that basically. Ain't no better than me and man, so what the fuck? They don't want to be stripping forever. They want their check. So I feel like future you is a dumb ass motherfucker. Like, of course they want to use you for your money. That's a, you should put a, a rubber on it. Yeah, we're going to move on from future. So Life Jennings is in the. Oh, all right. No. That's, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Right. Princess Love and Ray J are talking about their metal, marital problems on Zeus Network. And he, she's saying basically like this is the only way that she could get Ray to. Cause talk Ray to J her. said he not no fucking fool. Give me a check if I talk to this. <laughs> no, I feel like Ray J don't really like Princess. I feel like he, he used her for them kids and how pretty for them, she is. Pu- them pretty little light skinned Asian looking kids yeah. to have black. He used her for them kids, and I feel like he don't really love um Princess. And once he pushed her in the pool, I knew he ain't when love he said, Princess. He's yeah. I knew he ain't love her once he pushed her in the pool, and I feel like Princess needs to just woman up and just leave Ray J. I feel like she's scared to be independent. I feel yeah. like she depends she, on that Ray J money. And well, cause we're not really, cause remember she came off, she coming off of Mayweather money, then she jumped to Ray J money. Very much dependent on men. Yeah. She needs to do her own. When day. he let her mother, you told me when he stepped on her in the pool, I thought he didn't love her. When he let his mother disrespect her, call her all types of. Or when he was still messing with Tierra Marie for three seasons. Like, come on, sis, you should have dropped yourself down a flight of stairs when you found out you was pregnant. Yeah. I'm, I'm not here for Princess or Ray J. I never really liked them as a couple. We're gonna move I on to. I respect Ray J's hustle, though. We're gonna move on to our next segment, which is Life Jennings saying that even Marcel is weird and disrespectful and whack for changing her daughter's name from her father's last name, which is McCall, Kevin McCall, to Eva's husband last name, which is Sterling, Michael Sterling. So. Mm. I don't know. I feel like changing the last name is a little drastic. It's sticky waters. And I'm going to talk specifically and only to Eva's situation. When you have a toxic person such as Kevin McCall, who is out here bugging the fuck out right now. Like cursing out um, judges and smacking attorneys and, and robbing people and trying to fight bitches and biting and fighting stun guns with cops and all these things like this. This is when it becomes a situation where you don't want your child tied to his toxicity. I get it. Are you a boy or a girl? Hello. No, she don't. Don't do that. Marley is really cute. She, is she cute. just needs some earrings in her ear to really feminize her. But I feel like... I but feel like it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's... Kevin McCall right now is toxic and her daughter doesn't need to be tied to that. But now, if you some regular degular Tamika from Brownsville, bitch, you tried it because... Who? What you doing? I feel like Eva is dragging it from um, changing doing, that bitch? baby name because at the end of the day, that is her father. No matter what, even if she get older, she might want to have a relationship with him. That's her father. That's her lineage that she come from. I feel like Eva just did this for a storyline. And I feel like Eva is so extra and dramatic. And I feel like she could have left that baby name alone. And they could have moved on. Like, at the end of the day, that's really her dad. She has other... It doesn't even just matter about her dad. What about her grandparents on that side? What about her family on that side? Like, I feel like that was just too much of her to do. But I definitely feel like Life Jennings should not be talking about Word, nobody because he got stuff. mad kids. Because you out here, you got kids. You got a secret wife. You was just dating Carly Red. You look like you've been smoking crack for mad long. Like, you need to worry Must about getting your... Nice. You need to worry about getting your R&B career out of the motherfucking graveyard. And stop worrying about <laughs> Eva... And her bullheaded ass and her weird stuff she want to do with her kids. But we're going to move on from that to our last final topic, which is 50 Cent announces that he will be executive producing Pop Smoke's album and that he's going to help finish the project. He announced that he wants Chris Brown on the project. Chris Brown said he would do it. He announced that he want um, Roddy Rich on the project. Roddy Rich said, I'm there. And this is just like a I'm big moment. I'm proud of 50 Cent for this. But hip hop, a big moment for Pop, a big moment for um 50. And I just want to give 50 a little hip hip hooray, a little clap. 
Or just being a real one because at the end of the day... Where he not trolling, he's being mature. 50 like, doesn't even make music no more, but 50 is still a five-time platinum artist as of this week. His album, Get Rich or Die Trying, has went five times platinum over. And then remember they said they said he was mentoring Pop Smoke, um, so which is really good. I feel like that's the best way to honor him is to make sure that his sound is kept alive and that, you know, it's, he won't go down as a one-hit wonder or like... And allegedly, Pop Smoke was supposed to be on one of the power spinoffs. I could believe it. I could see him actually playing Kanan, actually playing like Little 50, because mm-hmm. they just remind me of each other. Oh, being, um, uh, what's the one that goes, um, Pop, Swiss, Swiss, Sweats, Sweets. Who? The one that go Breeze. I can see him like him having Breeze's part, like Ghost Friend that got in the way he, for his first kill. Okay. And like, I can see Pop Smoke would have been that, you know, in that part, which is cute. Yeah, but that was really cool of 50. And yeah. we're just going to give him a clap for that. We're going to move on to our final, our, uh, one of our last two segments, which is Weirdo of the Week. B is going to give somebody Weirdo of the Week for just being weird and just being out of line. And my Weirdo of the Week is definitely going to motherfucking Camila Cabello and her little fucking um, unseasoned Purdue chicken ass for just being racist at the end of the day. <laughs> like, what would prompt you to go on Twitter and just say, um, and just say, like, crazy things about, um, Black people like what? what Girl, will you have you, like you Spanish. What will prompt you to just go and say nigga, 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 and just call like Normani a nigga? Like that's just weak, and that's just like you are ruining your group. You ruining your bag. You're fumbling your bag, and now black your black fans ain't gonna rock with you no more because we know that you are racist. You never even gave an apology, like a straight thorough apology. You just said what you said. And I'm just going to give her Weirdo of the Week because she is motherfucking weird. And she needs to get herself together. Stop acting like she fucking 15 because you a grown-ass woman. And you need to learn how to dance, bitch, because I don't want to see you on stage just walking by like you a three-year-old. Learn how to motherfucking <laughs> dance. Y'all new artists need to learn how to bring it to the stage. Watch some Beyonce performances. Learn how to walk. Learn how to sing. Learn how to bust that fucking eight count. I don't want you to do a whole motherfucking jazzy jumper routine. But, bitch, at least do something. Give me a little ditty bop. <laughs> But that's it. That's all for weirdo of the week. Go ahead. Who's your weirdo? My widows is the barbs. Y'all bitches. All right. So let me give you a little background. Right. So we know which carnival weekend just passed, and the neighborhood hood talk. Shout out to Kyle. He um put up a video of Nicki Minaj going to this girl St. Jude's group home for the girls in Trinidad, and Trinidad, and she donated twenty five thousand to the group home. Right. So I got on there and I said, that's it. Being a hater that you are. Whatever. I said, that's it. So then the fucking hyenas, a.k.a. the fucking barbs. H O S up. Came. And H O S up. <laughs> came and, and attacked me. Up. And I was not backing down. All right? Y'all mad pressed because it's only 160K in fucking Trinidad money. I said, Nicki Minaj make enough money. She could have round that shit up to 200 grand. They ain't talk, start coming to me about fucking Drake. They started coming to me about other rappers and shit like that. So my bitches ain't never satisfied. You right. I'm not satisfied. Nicki Minaj round it up. You, what you do with 20, 20, 25K? What is that? What is that? So where's your 25K to your Latin country? Where's your 25K to your Caribbean country? Where's yours? Set your rice on her. Help your, help your good mother round up. Where's the barbs ain't shit. That was all of smoke. How about that? Y'all are some weirdos. Big weirdos. Bitches with pages with no pictures and 2,543 followers. Y'all are weirdos. And they ate your ass the fuck up. And I they love every minute. They are weirdos. Oh, 
all y'all bobs can get it. I love every minute of them dragging. Then Alize didn't want to come get his citizens from his damn congregation. They dragged you from your motherfucking lace front. They dragged you, and I had to sit there and I like each and every last one of the bobs coming for tearing your ass up like you motherfucking deserve. And they ate your ass the fuck up on that good Sunday. They ate your ass. Shout out to the motherfucking bobs. Y'all are some weirdos. Dragging her bottom fucking baby hairs. <laughs> y'all are some weirdos. Y'all need to put y'all pictures up because y'all out here looking dread. Manly, hard in the face ass bitches. Nicki Minaj don't even know y'all. Shout out to the motherfucking Bobs. Bobs a bunch of damn weirdos. Shout out to the motherfucking Bobs. Bitches bars. go to work. <laughs> We're going to move on to our next segment, Fuck which is MVP of the week. Somebody who's just doing outstanding. Somebody that's just doing great. Somebody that's just so amazing. So you can give somebody your MVP. No, you go week. first that you um, miss the CEO and the mayor of the Bobs. No, I'm going last. Go ahead, go first. Thank you. Anyways, since the barbershop dragged me, my MVP of the week gonna go to Cardi fucking B. Oh, that's gonna be edited out, but okay. <laughs> nah, I'll play with y'all. <laughs> Cardi, Cardi didn't do shit this week. My MVP of the week is Elizabeth Warren. I like Liz. I'm still giving it to her because she's eating Bloomberg up on this campaign. Like, he out here... Copping a plea like a baby father who just got caught with a with with a, a tax return check who just claimed the kid on tax return. He out here ain't proving res- like she just with the receipts. I love Liz. I love Elizabeth Warren. She ain't gonna win. She gonna be. Yeah, she's she, not gonna win. She but. need to just um talk to Joe Biden and Bernie and be like, yo, if y'all win, just make me y'all vice president. and I'll drop out the race. I feel like she could definitely be a good vice president. She's just so fiery and so headstrong. I fucking love Elizabeth Warren. Yeah. And you are Auntie Liz at the cookout. I love you, girl. Word. Just don't put no raises in it. I'm not hearing nothing about no white person made you sorry. Not even as, if it's good. I don't give a fuck. Okay. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't care if you that man from that chef show, um, host kitchen or whatever it's called. Oh, hey, you know he. You, do you know he went on the record and said, um, when Trump comes to London, he not cooking for him. That's as he fucking sure. I don't care if you Gordon Ramsay, bitch. I'm not eating your food. Yeah. I need a little sazon. I would never eat no. I'm, I'm sorry. Um, Gordon Ramsay said he requested me. I'm not cooking for him. He said he cannot come in my kitchen. I said period. That's right, Gordon Ramsay. All right, so my MVP of the week is the one and only the queen, Miss Nicki Minaj, for going to her homeland, uplifting, <sighs> uplifting young girls, donating 25k. And she also is trying to help build a recreational center for children. And basically... And her husband made her look bad. And basically, no, her husband didn't. At the end of the day, you're a ha- you're really a hater. Yo, but this- at the end of the day, <laughs> Nicki Minaj is the MVP of the week because at the end of the day, she went to her hometown. She's trying to build places for them to go. She visited young girls. She visited the whole school. And it's just amazing that she donated money to her home country because you don't even see a lot of these artists like such as you want to say, Cardi B. She has not gone to DR and donated anything. Nicki does a lot of charity work like even the ones that she don't mention she does random gifts of charity work and just donates to a lot of people and her fans are and trolls i also want to say shout out to Nicki minaj for looking beautiful she looks refreshed she looks happier she's losing weight she looks like she in love and her she man looks stupid he so, on the damn he on the damn float elbow and Nicki throwing them both he looked dumb so shout out to Nicki minaj for and looking beautiful for whatever. giving back to her people <sighs> for educating young girls for and building a recreational center in with twenty five thousand dollars you're Nicki minaj twenty five thousand dollars that's two separate things. She donated the 25, 25K. Bring the coin, Nikki. Bring the coin. And she's building a recreation center. Those are two separate things. That's not one joint thing. That's two separate and things. And what was Mr. Petty? Doing. Being petty. 
at the end of the I day, I was being embarrassing. Nicki Minaj, as you can see, the hate train still follows you because Taylor is the number one hater in the building. No. Shout out to Nicki Check Minaj. Check that man. Take him home. Give him a history lesson on Trinidad. Shout Trinidad. out to Nicki so Minaj. So he embarrassing you. Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj. <laughs> Shout out to Nicki Minaj <laughs> for donating 25k that Taylor don't got. I do, that you're not donating. I need to do your fucking bar to in my DM. Go take 25k to Panama. I will. Go take 25k to Guyana. I will. Go take 25k <laughs> to wherever you from. I will. You ain't got it. I will. You ain't got it. I will. Go file your Bet taxes. Bet you my man out here being petty. Go file your taxes and take it to Panama. Be a he ain't out here Where's being your money to Panama? He's not being a bad. Where's your money to Panama? <laughs> Cause people got so much to say and don't got no money to pay them off. And her fans ain't got no pictures of their profile. Where's your money to pay them off? Where's your money to pay them off? Where's your twenty five k? Where's your twenty five k? I'm recovering. You can't make me laugh Where's like your, this. No, you have Ebola. <laughs> you have all this Ebola, all this Corona. Where's your twenty five k? I'm recovering. I'm recovering. Where's your twenty five k? I'm sick. He can't do this. On to that me. note, shout out to Nicki Minaj for being MVP of the week. <laughs> So and for being such a strong black queen, abuse. for being a strong black queen and not letting these haters bring you down like Taylor. Her name is Call Me Cheeks for the Bobs if you want to drag her. Get out my DMs because I her. give up the smoke the way I give it. Drag her again by the ponytail. Drag her. And I will not be helping nobody. Drag me through my 32s. Okay. At Catch up. Bitch can't even spell pro. Shout out to Nicki Minaj. And also, shout out to Nicki Minaj for being on RuPaul's Drag Race because I feel like that is a good thing as well because she's introducing a lot of the mainstream fans um, to LGBT can we culture. Really quick, though? Quickly, RuPaul's Drag well, can we talk about it? Make that into a reality bite Um, You want to add it to on a regular basis? Please. Okay, can, can we unpack this first episode really quick before we get out of here? No, we'll be ready. Damn. Okay, well, y'all gotta come back next week to listen to RuPaul's Drag Race. Talk about Nicki Minaj. Looking gonna, like the fucking devil, not all red. We're gonna do, um, we could do it next week because this week was kind of like a half a show because they only had seven, seven. and then seven on the and next And she looked like, um, Nicki Minaj like the fucking devil. Nicki Minaj no. looked like a bad bitch. And she looked like the devil. Anyway, shout out to everybody. That's it. That's all for our show today. You guys, make sure you follow us. The links will be all under this wherever you're watching it. Taylor is a hater, and we're going to see y'all next week. <laughs> Shout out to the motherfucking Bobs. We run this shit. Ah, whatever, buddy, gang. We out, Bobs. Okay. Drag her. <laughs>